Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 65 of Dealing with Stupidity, where today I am going to talk about marriage. And uh, I want to add thanks for hanging in there. I, As I have said before on previous episodes, here lately, time is just not on my side. So again, I'm releasing another late episode. Getting sick, work, all that bullshit, all that day-to-day life thing, crap that happens. Yeah, it's hitting me all at once. So anyway, let me repeat something I said in the wedding podcast. Uh, I think it was back in episode 62 where I talked about the do's and don'ts of weddings. Well, this time I'm here to tell you about the right way and the wrong way of going about getting married and starting a life with someone else. Check out episode 62 about weddings if you want to catch up. Uh, It's pretty much a prequel to this one. So let me repeat something I said in the wedding podcast. 42 to 45% of first marriages end in divorce. 60% of second marriages end in divorce. Excuse me. 73% of third marriages end in divorce. The most common reason for divorce is getting married young. Now, the first stat I threw out there is the one we're going to focus on the most because, you know, that's when most people are stupid is the first fucking marriage. If you really want to get down to it. Um, second marriages, third marriages, either you're a train wreck or you're marrying somebody else who's a train wreck. So, you know, we'll go into that later. But the first marriage, I don't understand what is up. I, or or what made me think about this? What is with all these people below the age of 30 having some kind of mental hiccup to think it's a good idea to get a good idea to get married young or getting married to someone you don't really know that well, or getting hitched to some fucking bum. Now, I I bring this up because between my wife and I, we know of at least four couples that we have worked with or know in some form or fashion that just have it all backwards. Just It's all messed up the way they think. One couple I used to know somewhat... Um, I, w- I was kind of a, uh, uh, an acquaintance more or less. Uh, well, the chick lived in an apartment with her mom and grandmother and got married. Still lives in the apartment and decided it was a good idea to start a family. So they had a kid. So what I'm saying is. let me explain I guess I didn't explain it very well she lived the girl the woman lived in an apartment with her mom and grandmother and got married and they all moved in together and then (laughs) so (laughs) to me to me it's hard to explain because I can't my brain just doesn't work that way to uh, elaborate on it other than the fact that everybody's living in here. And then, hey, on top of all this bullshit, let's have a kid. 
Now, what's even better is that last I heard, the husband hasn't been employed since before they got married. And last I heard, he sits around playing fucking video games all day. Now, one high. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's nervous laughter. What kind of man are you that thinks it's a good idea to get married without having a job, first off? Then have an even shittier idea of mooching off the wife's family. And then, hey, let's throw a kid on top of it. <laughs> you know who does that? Pieces of shit do that. Now, you know, and it's not. Yes, I am blaming her, but I'm blaming blaming him as well. And I'll get onto that later. But the chick in this situation, what is wrong with her that she decided to marry and procreate with a loser like this and still live at home. You know, I can kind of halfway hear her response now in the back of my head, but I love him so much. You know, the only thing that would make her more of an idiot in this situation was if he beat the shit out of her on a regular basis and has threesomes with the mom and the grandmother. <laughs> That's a sick thought. Put that in your head for a second. Now, it's different if the kid was in an accident while you're living at home and you think you're doing the right thing by getting married, but you're at that point you're supposed to work your ass off so you can get your own place, eventually support yourselves like normal air-breathing adults do, but planning it out like this is just pure fucking trash and stupidity. You know, I know accidents happen and they screw up plans, but if this was your plan... Before, uh, from the get-go, you know, let's get married and have a kid before you have a fucking job or your own place to live, then you're a mooching piece of shit with fucked up priorities. Now, let me, <laughs> let me elaborate what I'm getting on here. There is this thing where younger morons are getting married right out of college or before, have a kid before getting their own place to live, and end up living with one or the other's parents while using the excuse of we're just going to do this until we can afford a place of our own. Well, you know what? How about switching up your priorities a little bit? That's some backwoods bum logic right there. Because, you know, here is how normal people with some sense should and actually do plan it out. Normal couples get their shit in order before farting out kids or even thinking about having kids. They do, you know, little insane things like, let's get to know each other for some length of time, get a place to live, then get engaged before they get married, and to make sure they are really on the same page with their life decisions, they get married, and then, you know what? We can stomach each other, so maybe we can start having a family. So making sure that you really like this person before you decide you want to even live with them is a very important step in the whole marriage process. And apparently there are quite a few people out there that just don't get it. And for the, the people out there to say, we've been dating since high school and are still in love. And if you think that's a good excuse, I'm here to tell you, you are insane and it's a crock of shit. <laughs> just because you were high school sweethearts doesn't mean you're mentally capable of living with that other person. You don't know jack shit in high school. You really don't know what you like. 
Some chicks get out of high school, go off to college, try that long-distance relationship shit, get drunk one night, and get a sample of some new dick, and all of a sudden, she's craving cock from all, <laughs> from all over the place all the time. You can't get mad at that. I get it. Well, I don't get it, but I understand. She realizes that her boyfriend back home actually has a small dick, doesn't know how to fuck, is, a sel- is selfish in the bedroom, and all of a sudden she's addicted to all this new and different dick that's slinging around, and she's throwing that pussy all over the place, and she's loving it. She's a fucking champ. That's how you do it. I'm not, I'm not suggesting go out and get VD and shit and have your, your pussy all blown out, but you know what I'm saying. And it's, and it's the same with guys that, they have good intention, <laughs> intentions of doing the long-distance things or date their high school sweetheart in college. But when, you know, starts wandering around campus and he sees all that night, nice, new, tight, sweet ass flopping around, shit changes. You know, meet some new friends, you go to a couple of frat parties, you start flirting with some of that you know, sexy, slutty sorority broads. And before you know it, he's banging out some new clam and he's loving it. Shit's good. He discovers that all these new perky titties come in different sizes and shape. He sees how some chicks actually know how to keep that monkey clean so it doesn't smell like a fucking garbage truck like my old broad back home. Not all, but some. And before you know it, Little Miss High School Sweetheart ends up being an afterthought while he's trying to stick his dick in everything with a semi-trimmed bush. Let me reiterate, semi-trimmed. You don't want it bald. You just want it trimmed nice and look pretty. Whoo. <coughs> yeah, I'm still a little sick, so I get a little cough still happening. Hang on. Anyway. speaking of new fuck toys before i go any further i want to point out that you people that follow that i'm saving myself for my wedding night are making a big big mistake i mean you've heard the old adage you test drive a car before you buy it so why would you wait for your first time to fuck to be on your wedding night you don't want to spend the rest of your life with someone that doesn't know how to fuck. Plain and simple. That sounds absolutely horrible. Chicks don't want to marry some guy who's a one-pump chump that doesn't know how to sling that dick and make it fun. They don't. But if you've never experienced I guess you just don't know any better. Maybe. And vice versa. Guys don't want a wife that just lay there. <laughs> lay there? lays there and doesn't and, and just lays there like a fucking corpse and makes sure the lights are off so you can't see her big hairy fucking bush that's never seen a razor you know sex between people is supposed to be fucking fun it's supposed to be a blast you're supposed to have fun it's you two having it and you're just fucking <laughs> and you know what's sad there's some people some miserable jerk offs out there with marriages just like that I'm going to wait for my wedding. You don't, you don't know what the fuck you want when you're a kid. You're an idiot. Especially if you've never had a taste of pussy or a taste of dick. Not literally in the mouth, but, you know. You know, 
right things slipping in the right thing. I'm just babbling. How miserable of a life is that? Someone that says they're saving, <laughs> saving themselves might as well just say, I don't know how to suck dick or work this pussy, but they're probably the same chicks. They're all about the ass fucking her snatch is all, <laughs> all off limits, but you can auger out her, <laughs> you can auger out that gaping asshole until it's full of your man sauce because she's a lady and she's saving herself. How many times have you heard that story? I'm saving myself for my wedding night. But, you know, she takes dirt road all the fucking time. You can ass fuck me from here to get go. But, you know, not in the pussy, but in the ass. I'm your cum dump queen. Anyway, back to what I was saying before I got sidetracked with the ass augering. Uh, in, in college, around that same age, if he didn't go to college, that's about when the time you start getting the sense of what you really, what you're looking for in a partner, what drives you insane, what, what just fucking irks you about your partner. The whole high school sweetheart bullshit is a myth and it only happens and works out for a very small percentage of idiots that just don't know any fucking better. Okay. I'm here to tell you that too. Just throw that thought out of your fucking head. But I love you. We've dated since ninth grade. Well, you're you're a fucking idiot. Joe Bob's gonna grow up pushing a fucking lawnmower the rest of his life. Can't fuck. Got a small dick, and his balls smell like sewage. Bring a kid. Bring a kid in the world with that. Daddy's balls stink. Why are you sniffing daddy's balls? What? I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at, <clears throat> if you can't hang out with that other person, just the two of you, and have a good time, you know, when you find that someone that you can just hang out all day and just fart around and everything works out, and you do this for a while. If you can't do that, then, and you're not compatible, you just, just break it off immediately. If you argue all the time, you are not a good fit. And both of you are too immature for each other. So one of you should break it off. If not both, if you, one of you, somebody's got to have some sense. And if either or both of those apply and one of you morons starts talking marriage and kids, then you have something mentally wrong with you and you should be neutered. But now, let's say once you find that person that you can hang out with for long periods of time without wanting to punch them in the face and still fuck silly and then wake up the next morning and want to spend more time with them, you might be on the right track. But if you have that slightest urge that you still want to sneak out in the morning or lie to them about why you can't hang out anymore the rest of the day or the rest of the weekend um, or why you can't do anything. All right. We we hung out tonight. Um, well, I'll sleep over. We'll fuck a little bit. Get up in the morning. Oh, shit. I got this to do. Um, then this isn't the one. 
She ain't the one. He ain't the one. But if you can still do all the things I just said prior to that, you might be starting to get serious and you start thinking about spending the rest of eternity with this person in holy matrimony or whatever atheists and Mormons call it. Yes, I'm picking on Mormons. But I'm here to tell you, it sounds a lot easier than it is. I don't something about this younger generation. And I'm not trying to sound like an old fogey or like I know everything I've been around. I'm not. I'm not smart. Well, I am smart, but I'm a fucking genius, actually, if you want to look at my IQ records. But I'm records <laughs> scores. But. It's common sense. How many people do you know that put themselves in that situation? But anyway, I'm here, here to tell you, like I was saying, it sounds a lot easier than it is. The whole spend the rest of my life with somebody. Do you have any idea what eternity feels like? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. For me, it's right around the 15-year mark. My wife and I have been married longer than that. Right around 15 years, I thought to myself, this must be eternity. <laughs> That's a long, 15 years is a long fucking time. But I wouldn't change anything. Wouldn't change a thing. I can still hang out with my wife. Can still act like an idiot. We can still have drinks. We, we got a kid and all that shit. But if you can't, if you can't even think about that thought in your head, Spending more than a couple of weekends together. <laughs> Ooh. It's not, it's not going anywhere. It's going to end up in a disaster and somebody's going to get suffocated with a pillow. But if you think you can do that and you want to live with someone the rest of your life, then things will progress and you might be good to go. But you got to think about that shit ahead of time. Pardon me. Oh, yeah. I'm coming back to form people. Drinking and yapping. So. Get that out of the way. You know you want to spend the rest of the year. Well, supposedly, how it's supposed to work, spend the rest of your life with this other person. God forbid. Say so you decided this is the one. This is the one I want to hang out with the rest of my life. Maybe. So let's talk about living arrangements before popping the question. So after getting to know each Getting to know each other, which I would suggest for at least a year to 18 months minimum, you decide to pop the question or accept, depending on what side of this dumbass ritual you're on, it's time to start thinking about where you're going to live. Hopefully, you are already living with each other before this point, before you pop the question or accept the question, because you really don't know someone until you've lived with them. That's when it really basically boils down to, uh, do I want to murder this person in their sleep or not? You don't really know someone until you live with them. 
Now, most men and women have their own place to live by this point in their life, but not always. And I'm not bashing one that still lives at home when they get engaged. But after the engagement, it's time to get the fuck out of the house and be an adult. If you can buy a ring and ask someone to marry you, then you can get your ass out of your parents' house and find somewhere on your own to live and not be a dirtbag. Yes, I'm putting this on the man unless the bride-to-be has already discussed it with you that is living in a place and the two of you have discussed kicking out her whore roommate (laughs) before the two of you get hitched. If you ask a woman to marry you and the day your wedding comes and the two of you still don't have your own place to live then you have your priorities all fucked up and need to rethink whatever ridiculous plans you have come up with from this point forward. Excuse me. What I'm saying is, if you can't afford a roof over your heads, but still feel the need to get married, then you're right up there with white trash. And vice versa. If you are the bride and feel like nothing is wrong with a man that has asked you to marry him and you accept you've been brainwashed and have chosen poorly. He's not thinking of the future. He's not thinking of you. He's not thinking of family. He's thinking with his dick or something else, or he's not thinking he's just a fucking idiot. Getting married and still living with your parents or in-laws is really poor form. You have to do better than that. Unless you are just either stupid have no self-pride, or a lazy, mooching, a lazy, mooching-ass bum. That's bum stats right there, bro. The only exception I can think of is if you know that your job is relocating you within the next few weeks or months after you got married and there's no point in getting a place until then, that's one thing. But if your roots are here, for at least a year or wherever you got married uh, and you still don't have your place to live, you're fucking, you're a mooch. You're a leech. You're a shit bag. So get your own damn place and get the hell out of your parents' house before you get married and get your shit together before you even ask the question. That's just something that needs to be done. You know, you can't get married and think it's okay to live with mom or the in-law, mom and dad or the in-laws. There's nothing, that's, that's just, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> We're going to get married and mooch. Get the fuck out, find somewhere to live on your own, you fucking boob. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just have a problem with that. If you can afford a ring and you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, like I said before, get the fuck out of the parents' house. Don't be a goddamn leech. That's that's bullshit. Then have kids. Let's have kids. We don't have a place of our own. He doesn't have a job. Let's yeah, let's let's have kids. Great. Hmm. 
<laughs> so that leads right into this next part. The talk about having kids. So you get the whole marriage thing taken care of and out of the way. Hopefully have a job and a place to live on your own at this point. But we all know that this is not always the case with some of these inbred mouth-breathing idiots out there. So now what? Well, my suggestion is, suggestion is enjoy marriage for a while. Enjoy being with your wife or husband for a while and do things together. Enjoy being fucking married. But no. Some ignorant bastards out there get this stupid ass idea to immediately start farting out kids and dive face first into a world of no free time or sleep. That is true. Now look, kids are great. I love my son. But enjoy being married for a while and having a good time with your new wife or new husband. Enjoy it. It's not just about fucking kids. It's not it's never about fucking kids. It's not but it's not just about having kids. Enjoy yourselves. Do things that you want to do with someone you love. Because that shit's going to come to an abrupt fucking end for at least a few years. But what is it with these, pe- with these people being in a rush to overpopulate the world right out of the gate with a little creature that sucks all your free time and sleep out of your life for the next couple of years? Why? You're not really an adult yet. What makes you think you know how to be a parent? It's not a fucking puppy that you just put a food bowl in front of and you figure shit out on the uh, the rest of its shit out on its own. Let me break it down to you a little bit more because that was a little bit of a babble. Do you like free time? Do you like to do whatever you want when you want at a moment's notice? Do you like to stay up late and sleep late? Well, You can kiss all that shit goodbye because those days will be over once you jump into the world of parenting. At least if you want to be considered a good parent. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's not for everybody. But it seems like a lot of people don't realize it's really not for them yet. Hmm. I'm going to break a little down, break it down, break it, break it down a little bit further. Mm. That was obnoxious. All right. You like to treat yourself to something nice every now and then. You know, you've worked hard. You're getting paid pretty good. You want to treat yourself. You you want to show, or you want to feel like you've earned it. Oh, I hadn't felt that way in a long time. Well, your priorities are way different now. And you can't just go get whatever you want without thinking of the kids first. You remember that sweet two-door sports car you wanted? Where you were thinking about it before your kid, the whole kid discussion got started, you know, man, you know that's that's a cool. I like that that new M three that's out. 
Or I like that uh, Corvette if you're a redneck. <laughs> or what have you. The new boxer's pretty cool. Whatever it is. You know, man, men like sports cars. They love them. I love them. I used to love them a lot until I got older and realized I can only, the fastest I can go in town is 40 miles an hour. But anyway, that's beyond the point. You remember that sweet two-door sports car you were thinking about before the whole kid discussion started? Yeah, well, forget about that shit. Once you start having kids, you know what you start thinking about? Safety and reliability and functionality and all that shit, practicality, and all those other alities, well, that's when you start eyeballing big-ass, stupid SUVs and minivans. So, boom. That's a new life shock. You like hanging out with your friends or dropping everything at a moment's notice when you find out your buddy has an extra ticket to a football game tomorrow or something to that effect? Throw that shit out the window. Little Johnny has baseball tomorrow. Or your daughter has some stupid-ass cheerleading bullshit to go to. <laughs> and for God's sakes, don't you dare tell your, wife, <laughs> tell your wife, hey, you got this, because that pussy will lock up tighter than you can imagine. And you might be lucky if she even talks to you for the next couple of days. Yeah. You got this, honey. Mm. That's a bad form right there. And uh, speaking of pussy and sex, <laughs> you like having sex with your spouse whenever you want, wherever you want in the house? Well, those days of banging each other, <laughs> banging each other silly all over the place for a whole weekend once kids are in the picture, those days are fucking gone. Remember those days when you were single? You got you first got married and you were trying to have kids and you were just it was fuck fest twenty nineteen, just bam, bam, bam. Fucking fucking fucking. Every room in the house, every every position you can think of, fucking <laughs> spitting ass, flying everywhere. Whatever. Yeah, that shit's over with once you have kids. Now you have to wait for the little shits to go to sleep. And at some decent time, that's not, and that's only if you're not too tired by the time they get their little selfish asses to bed at a reasonable hour. Now, and if both of you still have the energy, you have to put a little extra effort into being quiet and hope to God you don't wake up the kids. Nothing ruins a boner quicker than when you are balls deep in your wife and you hear your kid cry out mid-stroke from the other room. Your first thought is, because you're a guy, maybe my wife didn't hear that because I'm giving her that good dick tonight, but in reality, you're not giving anything good anymore. You ain't giving her shit. She's just wanting you to pump your shit out and go to bed herself. <laughs> I think. Because you're not giving shit good anymore. You're out of shape, tired all the time. Your fuck game is struggling. So she's definitely heard the kid cry out in the next room. Yeah, she heard it. So the kid cries out mid-stroke. You go limp. Before you know it, she's out of the bed, dried up, and already dressed, and in the kid's room, checking everything out to find out that the little shit has gone back to sleep already. 
your heart on is gone and she's not in the mood anymore. So you agree. Well, can we try again tomorrow? And before that sentence even, or that question even gets out of your mouth, you both conk out and you're asleep. <laughs> <Can we? laughs> it's sad. It's so sad. Can we try, try again tomorrow? <laughs> you know, I think it's something in their, in their makeup or in their DNA when they're young, when they're little kids. It's like, it's, uh, it's like they have a sense. Holy shit, daddy's trying to hunt mommy again. Time to wake up for no goddamn reason and cry out. Selfish little fucking shit. That's life. That's life with a kid right there. (laughs) Get off my mama. (laughs) Mm. But look. Almost all of my friends and family that married young right out, <laughs> uh, right out of college or when they were young, out of high school, college, or whatever, when they thought they were ready, <coughs> have turned into a shit show. The longest of which I think lasted 16 years, if I'm not mistaken. The rest right around 10, some less. Some were accidents. Some of my friends had, well, they thought they were doing the right thing. And, you know, 20 years later, uh, they hate each other. And, you know, not always. Not always. You know, I exaggerate a little. I talk a lot of shit. I'm drinking. I had a hard day. I've had a hard two weeks. Whatever. There's no excuse to be an asshole. But if there is one thing that I can preach to anyone out there, is do not get married young. Do not rush into it. Do not even think about it until your late 20s, late 20s to mid 30s. Don't even think about it. Most people have not experienced life yet until, and, until their late 20s. In their early 20s, you're a moron. You're still a kid. Your brain is still not fully formed until you're like 25, I believe they say, studies show. And you don't know dick. You think you do. Well, I got, I got, you know, I finished this high in my class in college. You know, I'm smart. You're a fucking moron. You don't know dick until you've lived. You don't know shit. Now, I'm not knocking marriage. I love it. And I'm glad I waited because you know what? I won. Because while all my friends were getting married my in, in their 20s, I had a crazy girlfriend at the time. She was batshit fucking crazy. And I said, I, this is not a person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I didn't break it off. I just let her, I just let nature take its course. It's, it'll work itself out. She saw all her friends getting married. All her friends having kids. Pressure me, pressure me. I, you know, I'm not ready yet. Look, I still work at a fucking liquor store. Okay, this is not my life's dream. This is not how I want to start a family. Well, everybody else is getting married. Everybody else quit. Well, fuck you. Oh, I didn't say fuck you. I said, you know what? Things work out. Shit will work itself out. I don't have. To, I'm not. I'm not dealing with it. Ain't happening. Now, it, you know. Then you know all her friends, all her little sorority sisters get married right out of college. 
farting out fucking kids and my friends, their girlfriends talking to them into getting married right out of college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck off. Don't get pressured. You know, and if you are in a situation where you do love somebody and you're, you want to spend, she's the one, even if it is out of, quiet, out, of, out of college or around your early 20s, just say, look, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes, lady, or vice versa. If you're a woman out there listening to me, and I'm so sorry. If it's the chick and you got a, you got a husband and you're still young and he starts talking about having kids, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's enjoy ourselves for a little bit. Let's hang. You know, because the worst thing you want to do is to be pressured by your college girlfriend to get hitched right after graduation because she wants to fart out a few kids and be a stay-at-home mom so you can work yourself to the point of debating suicide, get stressed to be damned, turn fat and gray or bald 20 years earlier than you should, and die of a heart attack by 50 so she can reap all the benefits of your hard work that put you in the grave in the first place trying to make this fucker happy. Does that sound like fun? With all that said, I just want to point out, this is just my take on it. You may have a different experience, and God bless you for that. You're one of the lucky ones. But heed my warning. I don't just make this shit up. I have witnessed all kinds of craziness when it comes to morons getting married young and having kids before they should. And I'm just trying to help you people (laughs) before you do something insanely stupid. You people. That's right. You people. What do you mean, you people? Yeah. What do you mean, you people? So that's it. That's my lesson of the evening, of the week. Um, ooh, movie reviews. Forgot about that. Started doing my movie reviews. All right, first up, Aquaman. I like this because I was a huge Justice League fan when I was a kid. And even more than that, I was a bigger Legion of Doom fan. Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom. Those were my bitches. Those were my people. And my favorite guy was Black Manta. My, he was my favorite badass. He usually got, he was usually the sucker of the bunch back in the day when I was watching the cartoon. Cartoon? Cartoon. But Black Manta, I like how they had him in this movie. I'm giving Aquaman a thumbs bu- <laughs> thumbs bup because of Black Manta. Fuck yeah. That's a bad guy. It's an okay movie. Cool special effects. If you're into superhero movies or a fan of special effects, yeah, check it out. Or if you're a fan of Black Manta, yeah, check it out. If you're a fan of Aquaman, I feel sorry for you, yeah, check it out. But if you're not into any of that shit, it's going to bore the fuck out of you. Skip it. Let's see. Suicide Squad. I had to watch it again. I watched it a while back. Didn't think much much of it. But the same applies. If you're a fan of superhero movies, check it out. But other than that, nothing great about it. The only thing I will say is the scene where Deadshot 
played by Will Smith, shows off his skills in combat, not when they want to see what he's doing, but in combat where he's standing on the cop car and he's fucking up these aliens and shit. That's pretty much the only scene worth it in the whole fucking movie. The rest of it is pretty much dog shit, so you can skip it. Or you can probably YouTube Deadshot on Cop Car or whatever. Just when he's out in the field. That's, that's not, it was a fucking shit. It sucked. I expected so much more. And I was really, really let down. So, thank you guys. Those are my movie reviews. Take them for what they're worth. Thank you. Um, I want to say thank you for everybody hanging in there and coming back and checking me out and downloading and listening and reviewing. And please live, live, live your fullest. <laughs> Review on iTunes. I need some help here. <laughs> you know, give me some feedback of what you think. Am I just talking out of my ass? Am I being an asshole with this episode? I don't think so. Or if you want to add anything to it, I got uh, the continuation coming up next week. I think everything's going to work out again. I'm better. Work is okay. But, you know, if you want to tell me I'm an asshole, let me know. Or if you just want, for any reason, shoot me an email. If you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult, 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 I'm here for you. DWStupidity at gmail.com the contact page on dealingwithstupidity.com or on Twitter at the dealing with stupidity. I fucking don't know. I still don't know how Twitter fucking works. So if you know one that would like to hear this episode or needs to hear this episode, there's people out there that need to hear this fucking episode. Share it. Enjoy it. Let me know. I hope I'm back on releasing episodes once a week. And I'll be here for you. Hopefully everything should be working out like gravy. Have a great week, everybody.